Hello everyone, my name is Vicky and I would like to spend hours telling you about how the spiritual health journey with Mikel has changed my life, changed the trajectory of the future for myself and my family, inextricably linked to our energy, our peace, our happiness. But apparently I've only got 10 seconds and he's going to cut me off in a second. Well change a life. Peace, family. Peace, 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 peace. What's going on? Well, go on, family. Family, my Instagram's been playing up this morning. Like, real talk. It's actually quite annoying. The technicals is... is, is is like wagwan, 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 wagwan. You don't, you know why? You know why? Deal with people again. <laughs> you can't say. So this morning, the technicals. All right, I know you are. So now the music will work. The music will work. Phone won't work now. But we thank God, we thank God we are here, we are here. We thank God. And we are here, we are present, we are in rhythm, on breath. We have magic. So, deep breath everyone. Now it's just begun. <laughs> now it's just begun. I don't have my stand either. And it's only for a moment. Said it's only for a moment. Yeah. Now it's just begun. is led by the oath heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility family this is the reason why we come here every day to speak on our rights to a heavenly existence to speak on our responsibility in the heavenly existence family I want to say grand rising to one and all of you uno here oh man in this heaven simulation I always tend to look around when I do my intros look around look outside at nature at mother nature at what life is currently producing you know what I am the energy that surrounds me and you know, one thing that this live has made me constantly do is checking. This live has constantly made me check in with my own life, with what I am submitting myself to every day, what I am practicing, what I am participating in. Yeah. And 
I just sink deeper and deeper into gratitude um, for what I'm experiencing, man. For what I'm experiencing. I am deeply ambitious, but also grateful. Today, there is a war for our minds. Today, the most important thing is not where you are, but who you are. As the ways in which um, we interact shift, the the dominating interaction is the airwaves the frequency the vibration the wi-fi the internet you know the levels of g's we use to interact you know so it's no longer about the physical existence you know the the most important place is your imagination it's so key your imagination is what is being um, uh, is what the battle and war is all about right now your imagination how can we impact this person's imagination this is why this is why Facebook buys you know Instagram buys WhatsApp you know has Facebook and all these platforms are dying to keep you on in one space because it's a fight for your imagination, it's a fight for your belief system, it's a fight for your way of life, your way of thinking about life um, and that doesn't matter where you are, the internet has proven if like COVID-19 has proven that it doesn't matter where you are if everybody like majority of the world is on Facebook and Instagram and definitely uses Google so you know if you can speak through these platforms to everyone and you can affect the world without doing much you give the entire planet an idea and it, you infect everyone with that idea so strong so consistently that it becomes their life. Like you gotta think that's such a powerful thing to do. It's such a powerful it's such a powerful time we live in and we all have access to that power, interestingly enough. Um but you know we don't we don't use it necessarily. But the time that we live in right now is a time where you can say one thing on the internet and if you pay for enough ads, if you pay for enough voices, if you have enough influence on that, with that opinion, then to, you can wake up tomorrow with an with an extremely different world. Think about that, family. You wake up tomorrow with an entirely different world, just by the influence. Think about what you've seen on the internet that has influenced your choice, and it could be something small. It could be, you know. Um, it could be your opinion on a music artist, you, you know, or your opinion on a, a TV show. It could be your opinion on plastic um, or, you know, tap water. 
you know, maybe you've just found out about not eating fruits without seeds. Or, you know, something simple, you know, and how that has shifted your physical reality. You think about my your relationship with my work, you know, with Waroho House, um, and what that, even if I haven't met you, what has physically changed as a result of this um, frequent interaction, this vibrational interaction, what has physically changed, you know, in your life based on this interaction, family. We live in such a powerful, powerful time. And, you know, the playing field is not as disproportionate as one would have us believe. You get what I'm saying? The playing field is very, very level. I mean, not for long, but, you know, it's it's been level and is very level in a lot of ways, you know, just based on our ability to use these platforms and powers that they yield. Um, and moreover, it's about how we view ourselves in the use of these platforms, of these um, tools on the internet. Who we believe we are is going to determine how we use them, you know. And again, the people that want control and believe they should be in control and believe they should be running things and believe they should be designing this world, how they see it, they are putting everything behind making sure that happens. Now, you can be mad at them, but I'm more mad at myself. Like when I see when I see like a when I see like a Bill Gates, for example, you know, or who else is anyone else mad at Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, you know, I see, I see men. I see men with emotions. I see ugly men, which makes me even more offended. But I see ugly men with great ambitions and a very uh, uh, clear vision for what they want. You know what I'm saying? You know? And they're ugly. They look like they don't smell nice. And I'm like, well, look at these men with no rhythm, no vibration, no, no vibes. They're ugly. You know what I'm saying? They can't dress. They can't dance. You know what I'm saying? And here they are, uh, making choices about the way in which the world runs. To me, that's like, you know, that's inspirational. Because they can't do half the things I can do, and here they are with all the confidence in the world. You know, like... <laughs> You know, like back in the day, like it's cool. You see, like the ugly guy with the with the with the girl that everyone likes. And you're like, what's going on? <laughs> it's inspirational. I'm like, these are ugly people. You know, with just ideas that they're running with, and I'm like, you know, how about so, how about us beautiful people with some rhythm and vibes? You know, just get on it in the same way. Sure, you meet resistance, but everyone meets resistance. You can't find a Bill Gates video on the internet where no one's cussing him. If you go and if you go on the internet and see Bill Gates or Donald Trump videos of them talking, just read the comments. It feels like the entire world hates them. Yet here they are, still at large. It's either they are you know, superhuman or they have tapped into something that makes them um, appear that way. You get what I'm saying? So these are the things I look at. You know, I take inspiration from such people because I'm like, 
no one likes you. <laughs> but here you are going full speed ahead at what it is that you believe is righteous and good. Good on you. I don't agree with anything that you represent, but I, I respect it. I respect it because you are a man as am I. As am I. So I respect what you've been able to do with your life as a man. Not because I agree with it, but because you have seen, you've had a vision and you brought it to life. Mega, 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 mega. So, this is something I meditate on that the the power structures have changed and are continuing to change and I don't want to focus on the the plans of the wicked I want to focus on the plans of the righteous because the plans of the wicked only succeed when the righteous sit down and wait to hear the strategy of the wicked by then it's too late you know so yeah Family, the question is What are you on? What are you here to represent? What are you here doing? What is your life about? Enlighten me. Is you going to live in your knees or die on your feet? Hey. What program are you on? This is the game of influence. How do you affect the world around you? How intentional about your relationship with the world around you are you? What is the program you are here to put forward? Don't think you're that small, family. You do not know the minds that you speak to. You can never know the minds that you speak to. You can never know the people that are touched and blessed by your existence. You can never know. 20 could tell you you still won't know. A hundred could tell you you still won't know. A million could tell you you still won't know, family. Whatever program you're on, family, spread that shit. High, far, and wide. Dedicate your life to spreading it. You get bored, innovate. You feel like no one can hear you, innovate. Get creative, family. Do what you need to do. Stay on your path. Get obsessive. Make your entire life about that thing, about that program. Family, you do not know who you are touching. You feel me? The wind.
wicked succeed, when the righteous give up. I'm trying to keep the devil on his toes, fam. Devil gotta be keep keep it moving, don't don't be out here sipping mojito, Satan. You got me to deal with. Let's go. Get on your toes, my nigga. Can't be just kicking back, thinking it's all cushy. Thinking you got man in the corner. Nah, read back. Have some of that love, read Take some of that love. Inner your blowout. Inner your ass. Inner your. You get what I'm saying, family? You can't do it, family. This is what we, we have, you know what I mean? Real talk. You get what I'm saying, family? I be like, uh, 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 all over the chat, man, uh, as I, uh, as I come back, inside. I'm about to lose my mind. I'm about to lose control. I don't really need control. Hey. When I let the let things go I'm about to lose my mind I'm about to lose control I didn't really need control When I let the let things go When I let the let things hold Gotta learn to let things hold Oh, I like that one Gotta learn to let things hold. I know you're trying to let things go. But my people, you gotta learn to let things hold. I'm trying to let things hold. Woo. I just wanna let things hold. Let things hold, family's balance, let things hold. Family. Family. Let things hold. Let things hold. I like that one. That is the title of this session. Let things hold. Let things hold. It's the it's the idea that everything has its uh, rhythm, has its vibration, has its call and necessary response. You know, and sometimes when we're participating in an event or thing um, or relating with life, we tend to hold a particular experience on a particular side. You know, we are obsessed with a particular kind of experience. You know, everything that you um, go through or put yourself through will have its positive and negatives, will have its ups and downs, will have its masculine and feminine expressions. And the idea to let things hold is to allow it, allow the pendulum to swing on both sides. So you never get stuck on one way and your ability to respond grows because you know how to deal with, you know, both sides of what it is that you are uh, experiencing. Let things hold. I like that. 
That's dope. Hmm. Let things hold, family. family let's jump into the question time Family, let's do questions oddly and hot. <sighs> I'm hot in this place right now. It's the question time. It's the question time, you're just in time For the biggest, baddest, longest, strongest, everything question time It's the question time, give me some of that question, question Give me that question time Give me that question, blah hey. I said you're just in time hey. With a question time. Have I got a cold? No. No, I haven't got a cold. I don't get cold. Let's do questions right about now, my people. Um, let's do questions right about now. This morning, family, I'm in a deeply uh, contemplative mood, deeply introspective. Um, yeah, interesting. Interesting time that we're living in right now. I'm really excited about it and just being very intentional about it as well. But we're talking about your power to influence this world, family. This is what this live is really all about, anyway. You know, um, it's about our dedication to the world that we say we want. And no one can, no one can force that dedication on you. But you know, we look at wicked people, and we see we complain about wicked people, and we complain about the movements of the days. I think one of the biggest revelations that we're gonna have over the course of our lives is well, hopefully, if you're on your spiritual journey, this revelation will already come to you. The they that you complain about is you. When you say they don't want us to succeed, you're talking about yourself. You make up they. Do you realize you make up they? They don't want us to, you know, they blah, blah, rare, tear, tear. That old script, I'm not saying it's not true, but you are the they. You are the powers that be. You are the powers that be. You are the devil on the earth. We are the collective evil spirit. That is a truth pill. 
That's, that feels like cowpoke down the throat. Not even cowpoke, cod liver oil. It's cod liver oil for your blouse and skirt. You are the devil. Collectively, we are the evil spirit. Ruining this earth. You know, and, and I'm here to show, prove, and make people including myself, understand why that is. And us as the generation that leads this family, we have the power, we have the power. Man said bitters, you don't know that is some herb. Seriously <laughs> in your eyes and skirts. But family, honestly, the, the fallen angel that is spoken of, God's greatest energy, God's greatest angel. I feel it. This world is the way it is because we are stuck in evil. Evil is just our way of life. We, we have to also know that. Evil is our way of life. We're more inclined to do evil things. Ignorantly, yes, both kind of ignorance, both not knowing and both not caring. <laughs> you know. And we have to go through the process of, you know, making ourselves peaceful again. Uniting with our wholeness. Healthy. Righteousness It's a physical process family Righteousness is not coming from listening To a podcast Or you know reading a book Alone or It's a holistic lifestyle That might take the rest of your life That will take the rest of your life Oh that's long isn't it But then how long Like It's like you know We've been committed to evil for centuries Why can't we commit to righteousness For centuries just a thought family and I'm saying that in this era of human history we have we have the greatest power to instate and erect institutions systems experiences of righteousness like never before we're in a very powerful position but it won't be forever Bang bang! You know. So let's jump into the question time, family. Let's go into the question box. Let's ask some questions. Let's get it in. Put your questions in the question box, family. If you got any questions, let's get it in. If you want to hear my perspective on something. If you want me to share something? Uh, let's get real. Let's get candid. I'm I'm all open and ears for any questions, family. Let's get it in. So when you start to understand that, um, and here's something that I talk about a lot. Because my passion is for my people. You know, I was one of them young people. Like I experienced racism and I knew what racism was from the age of six years old. From six years old, I remember vividly having racist experiences. And I knew, that's the earliest memory I knew of racism. As soon as I entered school, reception, I knew what racism was and I experienced racism. Since then, I have, you know wondered why people care so much about um, our differences and since then I've pondered you know going then you know then being arrested at 14 and realizing why I was arrested and the subsequent arrests that took place and the abuse from police and powers that be and you know constant you know you I've related with racism intimately for a very long time and so always you ponder and then you watch things like Roots when you're eight years old 
and then you go to Black History Month and they teach you about slavery and you're like, Lord God, seems kind of shit to be me, don't it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, this black thing is kind of kind of whack, you know what I'm saying? Like, real talk, if it wasn't for the family that I grew up in, you know, if it wasn't for my family and the just the level of influence my family has over my life, my process for blackness would have been ruined, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had my family to look at and I'm like, but these are like, I come from an amazing group of people, you know, and who always celebrated you know, the the wonderful aspects of us and our culture. So it was a weird paradox that inside my family home, you know, to be Caribbean, to be African, to be all of these things was like, it's like you're dealing with gods, you know what I'm saying? It's like I had deities in the flesh around me. It's so, so wonderful, you know, but then, you know, you step out and you walk out into life. And it's like, yo. I remember one time, I was literally eight years old. And me and my friend, his name was Gavin, white boy. Me and him was play fighting. Like, we was literally role playing. Like, on some wrestling shit. But, like, on the road. Outside our, our house. The block, the block of flats that we lived. We were play fighting. You know what happened? We were play fighting and we were going so hard. <laughs> like someone someone dragged me off of him and started like cussing me for fighting him. And he had to stop it because I was about to get in trouble. He had to stop it and say, nah, we are play fighting. You know, that's at eight years old, you know. Long story short. I've always, from that experience, I've always gone in and wondered what, what it is, why black people have this current experience on earth the way we do. Especially when you learn the truth about our history, the truth about who we are, the truth about, you know, you know, we're the people of nature and all of that. It's like, okay, this experience that we get into on in in this in this life long story short family i've come to the conclusion <laughs> that not only are we the overwhelming majority of people on this planet not only do we possess a power likened to the forces of nature, but because of that, in some weird twisted way, I actually feel like this experience that we have is something that we have intended on ourselves. Not me. <laughs> Mikel didn't intend it on myself. I'm talking about this experience that we keep going through. It's in a weird way. It's something that we keep submitting ourselves to having. Even me saying it is very uncomfortable. <laughs> but when I line all the ducks of information, of wisdom about who we are and the effect that we have on this planet as a people, I look at us and I'm like, we are the ones standing in the way of our heaven. Of our peace Honestly That's my honest belief We're the ones in the way And I think 
us being in the way is putting us through a very, very important lesson. Does that make sense? You know, like the prodigal son who thinks he's got it all figured out and so he abandons his home his responsibilities you know and everything he has there to seek out greener pastures all to realize the importance of where he's come from who he is you know that um, fable I think what we have been through in the over the last few centuries has been a very important lesson. You got like we can arrogantly look at it. You got to remember like remember, let me put it like this. You know like when we read about Moors, right? You read about Moors and you read that the Moors ruled Europe for example, for 700 years. Listen to that. The Moors ruled, dominated Europe for 700 years. Now let's put that into the context of um, our experience in um, since the uh, since the early 17th century. All right. We always say we've been, we were slaves for 400 years. We've been oppressed for 400 years. We've been this for 400 years. When you, when, when that time is up and things are shifting, but when you look back, people are going to shrug their shoulders at, <laughs> at the black experience. Oh, for 400 years there was in slavery. Oh, that was, that was deep. Because 400 years doesn't seem like a long time when you read it on paper. But when you're in the thick of it, like we are, like we're in the thick of it, you know, like my grandma's great-grandma would have been a slave. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So we're in the thick of it. You see, colonization is like there. It's in our history, like right now. We can speak to the people that are still alive who've been through that. But we're in the thick of it. But when you look at the history of us as a people, 400 years is, a, is like a lunch break. Not even a lunch break. It's a flipping toilet break on, on the timeline of us as a people. You know? Even if you look at the existence of our known enemy. <laughs> no offense to any white people watching but the the physical representation of our enemy is the white man yeah his image represents the the worst experience of the last 400 years okay you but you even look at the white human being they like on the timeline of existence they're like they're this is this is a new creation it's like you add something else into the mix and watch what happens you know like the last six thousand years has been the world's chemical reaction to white humans <laughs> it's been a chemistry like i feel like i'm part of a science project Do you get what i'm saying it's a chemical we're just having a chemical reaction to white people you get what I'm saying? That's, just, that's literally what it is. It's like a science experiment. And I'm looking at us as a p black people. Right? And I'm like, family. That time is finished. Do you get what I'm saying? It's, it's, not, it's over. The, re the, reverb, the reverb is still here. The echoes are still here, but we are not in that that space anymore. 
And so the continuation of a particular relationship with the world, with the planet, with ourselves, with our own experience is now only worn by our ego and what we refuse to let go of and what we refuse to transcend and what we refuse to grow out of, what we refuse to become in the name of the challenges. See, the challenges we face, once you understand spiritual law, right? Once you understand spiritual law, you understand that the deeper the challenge, the greater the spiritual power, spiritual wisdom that you come from, that comes over you. So if you look at what we've been through, that means we've got some serious wisdom, power, um, and peace to come from us. Because I'm only 32, and I've been through the most. Do you get what I'm saying? Let alone if you take what's, what's gone on in, my gener in generations before me that's still in my DNA family. We've got, we got to put that to use. We've got to use our imagination and, and allow our lives to project the um, righteous expression of that which we have experienced. You feel me? It's not just a reprogramming, it's a rechanneling, which starts with the reprogramming. You know, it's how we channeling. And I'm saying in very layman's terms, family, I'm saying this is get your flipping attention on the right things. You understand? Get your attention on the right things. Get your intention, your thoughts, your practice, your participation on the right things, on your heaven. That's why you hear me. I talk about heaven. It's not because I know hell. I know what hell looks like. I know what hell looks like. I know what it sounds like. I know what it tastes like. I know what it looks. I know it. Yes, but I want something new. I want heaven. And if no one's been able to bring it forward, if everyone's wanking over it in a book, but can't bring it into existence, if everyone's waiting on some man that they're not sure what he looks like, you're waiting on an energy that you don't even understand how, it, where and what form it comes. You don't trust normal human beings. So how is a human being going to come in the name of Christ and you're going to trust it. It won't happen. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's not possible. You don't trust. You don't trust your own nature. So you will never trust a man that is fully submitted to God. How am I going to come here and tell you my name is Yashua? If I told you that right now, you'd be like, that's a feel business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. So heaven, we have to know what that... Heaven, heaven. Let's relate with that shit. What does that taste like? What does that look like? What is, what is, how does heaven look relating with people, with an enemy? The Bible speaks of wars in heaven. So I'm trying to say heaven is here and now. Heaven is right here. It's the vehicle you travel through this earth in. There is only one place, yes, that is heaven. And that is the vehicle that you travel in. Known as earth, a.k.a. your body. Your body. Body is an earth suit. Yes? And so, we need to know, what is that? What's heaven sound like? What's the vibration of heaven? What's the conversation in heaven? What's, what's a heavenly party? A heavenly meal? A heavenly sex? A heavenly fight? A heavenly garden? Bed? You know what I'm saying? Get your senses on on heaven. And I don't business who is in it or not in it. That's what I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Because this is it. It's the one thing we do. Like, I can't even listen to certain music anymore. Like, some of my favorite hip-hop songs, I have to turn them off. Because I'm like, you just sound morbid. You just sound morbid. I can't listen to people complain anymore. It's really annoying. Because I've listened, I've played out complaints. I've played them out. I've played out all the complaints. I've played out all complaints. That's why I don't listen to J. Cole anymore. <laughs> I might have three J. Cole songs I listen to. But I don't like hearing complaints. You get what I'm saying? They just want to kill a nigga. Oh, man. 
Man, is that like you a millionaire and that's all you can talk about? That's all that's that's the best you got. That's the best you got, King. You out here with the power to put change people's lives and that's all you can talk about. I used to wish for holes and now I got clothes. Alright? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. Do you know who my favorite artist is right now? I'm gonna shock some of you. My you know who my favorite artist is right now in hip hop. You know who my favorite artist is right now. Tell me who my favorite hip hop artist is right now. My favorite hip hop artist right now. First of all, my favorite hip hop artist of all time is Nas. My favorite hip hop artist right now. Tell me. Kendrick, no. Who's where's Kendrick? Kendrick Kendrick left us. <laughs> Kendrick dropped damn before coronavirus and was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> you lot don't even know. I love Kendrick, but Kendrick's no longer in the game. Kendrick's no longer in the game. Kendrick dropped damn and was like, his Gemini was going off. He was like, you lot don't know what's coming. I'm about to go fix my my life. You know I'm saying Kendrick's not my favorite artist right now. Man said Michaela mean. Ah, yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, nah. <laughs> I love my music. I listen to me more than anyone else. You know what I'm saying? But my favorite artist right now to listen to is Drake. I love Drake. Drake. He's got. He, Drake expresses beautiful optimism. Wisdom, character, integrity, not just in his music, but in the things that he does. You know, I'm like, that is someone who I look at and I'm like, he's enjoying what he's doing. He's being true and honest about his life, his experience. When I listen to Drake, you get a well rounded experience of him. Do you get what I'm saying? He's an amazing artist. Again, he's someone... I was a part of the Drake hateration clique. You get what I'm saying? I was a, I was a hater. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, you can't deny it. He's just... What, one thing I love about him is his ability to stay true to himself no matter what. Never take himself too seriously. I love how he represents all sides of himself. I love how he's holistic in his perspective, in his raps. Yes, in everything. People hate Drake because he goes against everything that hip hop is supposed to represent to a pure hip hop, to a pure hip hop purist's mind. He's light skin. He's soft. He's not American. He talks about his feelings. You know what I'm saying? He's just. <laughs> it's like it's like. It's too much. It's like, nah, fool. He looks all... He's like, his face don't have no features that are stand out. Like, he don't represent hip-hop. You know, like, every hip-hop artist has a significant image. Like, you know what Biggie looks like. You know what Drake almost looks like a flipping grey. You know what I'm saying? It's like, just something that's malleable. He can just transform into whatever he wants. <laughs> But yeah, all of that to say, family, um, I really, 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 really think it's so imperative and important in this day and age to create in the name of your highest intentions, to create in the name of, you know, what it is you see as important to exist in important to live as and represent family like and that should be your entire focus what will be will be what will be will be what will be will be whatever is gonna come and take your ass out like people worry too much about death you know we worry too much about death Something's going to come and lick your backside. Something's going to come take you out and you're going to die. 
You know, someone asked that question to me the other day. Uh, are you worried about how you're speaking or what you're doing because of leaders? And I'm like, bruv, everybody dies. There's no, there is no correct way to die. I'm still waiting for someone to answer that question. What is the correct day, age, and way to die? There is no correct way to die. You die how you need to die. You die how you need to die. So we don't need to worry about that. No one was, no one, you weren't concerned about how you was born, whether your mum was trying to abort you. Some of your mums were trying to abort you and it didn't work. You see what I'm saying? Some of us were accidents. Some of us were on purpose. Some of us were born in marriage. Some of us were born through a natural birth. Some of us were born through cesarean. However it was you needed to be born, you're here. You're here now. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't worry about the house. The house was a house. You're here. That's my point. That's the only point. And death is going to come the same way birth is going to come. Very creative and random. <laughs> it's going to be very creative. Oh, you're just dead. Family. Listen, anyway, let me not speak that. But I mean, who cares anyway? I'm going to die. Take advantage because you, know, you never know. I might slip on a fucking lemon and, you know. <laughs> and that's it. You're like, oh, that was it. I thought it would be something deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter, like, you know what I'm saying? You only rate someone until they, someone's killed them anyway. You get what I'm saying? So, family, it's so important that you just get on whatever you're on. Whilst you're here. Whilst you're here, please, just dedicate your life. You do not know you could be the more that people are writing about. You could be the very Yeshua. You could be the very Christ. You don't know. You could be like... You know, who knows that they're going to flip it? Who Did you think Tupac, when he was out here screaming F the world, you think he knew that people were going to study him in university? You think when Eminem was talking about raping his wife? Let's, let's think about this. Eminem was talking about raping his wife and murdering her and burying her body. He made songs about it. Do you think he knew that he would be studied in university when he was making such songs? Do you get what I'm saying? You see, you don't know family That's my point You don't know what your life is doing In the In the reverb of life itself Next time Next time you get a bath and you're bored You know, I do this sometimes <laughs> And you just get your finger And just do this in the water Just don't even do it too much Just get your finger yeah, And just do that in the water Next time you're in the bath. And just watch how vibration works. From your little, little motion, you cause a ripple effect greater than your physical finger. And it reverberates outward and outward and grows and grows and grows and grows and grows and affects the entire spectrum the entire body of water that you are in. That is your life. This, just because we can't see the ocean that we're in, we are in an ocean. The same way fish can't breathe outside of water, we can't breathe inside of water. This is our water. This atmosphere, this is our water. And we are constantly affecting, with our vibration, the world and life around us. One word is shifting Worlds. One word is shifting everything. One word. One word. One action. One thought. One practice. One participation. So lastly, family, the dedication, the focus, the concentration. What's going on? The concentration of your life family should go on that which you are wanting to create and existing. It's as simple as that. I mean, everything else is uh, 
it's a part of the programming, you know. If we don't do that, we we get a nice little, you know. It's like if you don't, it's what like, the government is there to assist you in not doing anything for yourself. You know, it's like oh, if you don't wanna go to work, we got money for you, and if you don't wanna. You know, if you don't know where to send your child to school, if you don't care where your child gets educated, we've got some schools you can shove them in, you know. And if you don't care about the food you eat, we've got some places where you can pick up some food, you know. And if, you know, if you're not concerned about where you want to live, then we've got some places for you to live in. And if you, if you don't care about, you know, where, you know, if you don't care about your health, we'll sort it out for you. You know, we'll sort it. That's all they're doing. They're just taking away the... And I don't mean this in it. Like, I'm just saying they're just providing the option for you to not be mindful about the things that you're doing. That's it. As soon as you want to get mindful, you don't have to participate in, in those things. You don't have to. You can if you want to. It's there. But you don't have to. Again, same with the fear program. It's there. If you don't want to do the creative work on life, then you could just go along with whatever program is there. It's okay. The fear program is there for you to participate in. It's there. It's easy. Just turn on the TV and relax. Just turn on the TV and relax. And you will have everything... You have the game for you. All I'm saying is, you know, you know, the government wasn't present when my mom and dad were having sex. And when, you know, that fateful moment where the climax came and the consciousness was removed from the gonads of my father and made its way into the earth of my mother and she willfully accepted and I like the soldier I am found my way into the egg of Ma'at into earth there was no one involved in that like that wasn't a government sanctioned process that was nature that was natural law at work it wasn't anything else. The government wasn't there. There was no certificate. My dad didn't need a certificate for that ejaculation. It happened, I'm sure, very naturally. Do you get what I'm saying? He didn't need to, you know. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, everything that happens afterwards is also a part, there's also a natural process that still happens. And I guess my, um, my desire is to live on that same natural program. That's it. That's it. That's literally it. I think that's it. I think that's a conclusive statement. I just want to continue on the natural program. You know? Keep the ejaculation going. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Just keep that, keep that same energy. <laughs> I was natural. Like, I just want to use the sperm's intelligence. You know what I'm saying? I just want to continue. Whatever that was that made me... Like, you got you to gotta think about it. You won out of about... F- how many How many sperm cells? They're like 400 million or something, something crazy like that. Out of 400 million sperm cells, you won. You. You won. So, like, for me, I'm like... I When I, when I started to use Earth's... My earth intelligence, I couldn't even win a sports day race. I can't even win the girl of my dreams. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was, I couldn't win my exams. So I feel like there's a greater intelligence that is at play that I feel like I can use to my benefit. You know what I'm saying? There's another intelligence. That I use to come into existence. How about that? I just want to know what that, that is. And I want to get that one on. Born a winner. Family. Big up you guys. 
I'm only seeing your questions now, but you know, it's deep into the Asabuhis. Um, so let's continue. Um, I've gone over time. Please, I've seen your questions and I'm going to say them out loud so we can answer them tomorrow. One question is metaphysically, speak spiritually, what is illness? And the other question is how do you feel about abortions? These are very, very two powerful questions that I want to answer. Kesho Asabui tomorrow morning. I want to answer them um, tomorrow morning because I I want to give them their respect. So yeah, please ask those questions again tomorrow. Um, how do you feel about abortions? And metaphysically, spiritually, what is illness? So family, thank you for tuning in. I'm going to see you in about 30 minutes. I'm going to go and prepare some heaven for my heaven. And I'm going to see you in at 10 for Chesa. Get into the game of oneness. Peace in love out nakumaisha watuaroha bless up family also family if you want to listen back to any of these lives um, you can go and listen to the podcast um, spiritual health with Mikhail which is available on Apple Spotify and Anchor um, and also family um bless up bless peace in family thank you for tuning in to the spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation are you tapped in i want to big up everyone who takes time out to listen to this podcast and contribute with their comments or sharing or just even letting me know how it affected them if anyone is looking for one-on-one spiritual health coaching family please head to worldchangerlife.com forward slash spiritual health to find out more on how you can get a one-on-one personal spiritual health program for your life. If you want to know more info about what we do as a community service, please go to worldchangerlife.com to get update information. If you'd like to donate to this spiritual health program family, go to worldchangerlife.com right now and put your donation of any kind. It's much appreciated. And if you've benefited from these spiritual health talks, family, send me a DM and let me know what you've taken from these conversations. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at Mikel Amin or on Instagram at Mikel The Energy. Peace in, love out. Nakumaisha watuaroho.